Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody, this is Humble and Hungry and I'm your friend Natalie Poucher. Welcome back and happy new year. Holy crap, 2023 has come in guns a-blazing, at least for me. <laughs> Holy crap, guys. Let's just let's just go back a little bit. I'm gonna recap. Yes, I'm in my car again because my mother in law is staying with us, like I told you. She's gonna stay with us for about three months. Yes, that's right, three months. Um, maybe even longer. And um I really don't have anywhere to record. <laughs> it's pretty much it, you know what it is? I can't record while somebody is like in the house with me. And I just, even though like everyone's listening and maybe she's even listening, <laughs> hi Nana, uh, I just can't do it like in person. It, I just can't be myself weirdly or something. I don't know. I feel like I'm censored. So the car is the safe place to do it at this point until I maybe have a studio question mark. I don't know. I, that's one of the things I'm trying to like put out into the universe. All right, let's, let's just get into it. Okay. Let's go backwards. So I left you guys at uh, the big uh, dinner that I was going to have to hopefully mend things with my family and things that I, would, I will gladly and happily say have been mended. So now I can tell you a little bit about it. So it was my sister, my two sisters, and my mom and I. And that's where the, all the drama sort of happened. There was like a sort of outside causes and reasons, but the fight sort of happened between us four. And we ended up going to dinner. Um, and I like, okay, like I've said, I have been, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me guys. It's, it's me. I am, I am so bitchy. I mean, I wake up choosing hate. Okay. I wake up in the worst mood every single day. Like, I don't even stand myself. And I am, am acting like a raging bitch. And I totally see it. I recognize it. I, and I'm like, why am I like this? I am telling you, it's totally the semi the semi-glutide shots. That mixed with my period, because I got my period this month, and it was like... It was, it was really bad. Like I've never PMSed that bad in my entire life. And 
I just, I feel, I feel terrible. And even Riley was like, wow, you are not nice. And I'm like, I know. And I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I, it's bad guys. It's bad. So I'm just giving you guys a heads up. I, a lot of you guys were messaging me. You guys are starting the shot. So just in case you guys start to, you know, just be an asshole to everybody, you know why. Um, anyway, so we're sitting at dinner and, and not that I was, I was just, I was more irritable. And so I was calling everyone's bullshit out that should have been called out. Uh, and I guess I was just maybe just very direct this time. And honestly, it was actually very good for us. It was very therapeutic for us because, um, I feel like we all were, we're all very close. I mean, we literally FaceTimed, FaceTime every morning together, all of us. We talk 10 times a day, not, not, not even an exaggeration. We see each other at least three to four times a week. It's a lot. We are, we are together a lot. And so, and as much as I love it and, and it's, it, I wouldn't, I couldn't do life without them. There's also things that, you know, need to be said sometimes. And so we don't want to hurt each other's feelings, but, but it's also healthy to stay honest and, and real with each other. And so that's, that's what we did. <laughs> we sort of just, we just told each other everything we had to say. And, you know, for me, it's take accountability, take accountability. And I had to tell my mother, take accountability. And she just couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. And she just kept trying to excuse the behavior, excuse the behavior. And, you know, said that she had a reason for it and she had a reason for it. I'm like, that's your, your, you're not getting it. I understand that, that there was a reason why you acted the way you did, but at the end of the day, it was no excuse. And she finally got it at the, at the, like literally at the end. And it got ugly there, you know, a couple times. And then we all sort of like kumbaya a little bit and remembered that life is too short to hold grudges. Life is too short to, to end in fights and not make up. You know, we have our, she has her grandchildren and we have our kids and, you know, we're trying to set a good example for them. And so, she, you know, at the end, everyone basically took accountability for their shit and we kissed and we made up and, and it was all really, really good. And it was very, very healthy. I have to say. So we moved on from the dinner, thankfully. Um, okay. And then Christmas. Okay. So remember the show came out, um, on Monday, which was the day after Christmas where I was basically talking shit about Piper. <laughs> I blame semi-glutide, but I was talking shit because I basically was saying she's just so annoying. It is just the stage where everything she was doing super annoying. So, so the show comes out on Monday, right? The day after Christmas. And that day, you know, who shows up to my door? Starts the K. <laughs> Karma. Karma shows up at my door. Guns are blazing as well. And um, the stomach flew, flew through my home at about midnight. All of a sudden, I Riley's not in the bed. And I'm like, that's weird. Where is he? So I go downstairs. 
and he's curled up in a ball and the bathroom lights on and he is on the couch in a, on a ball in a ball and I was like are you okay like what's going on he's like oh no, I don't feel good and I was like oh no my niece about three days before Christmas two days before Christmas was throwing up and vomiting oh that's the same shit throwing up and had diarrhea and we were like oh no do we cancel you know Christmas do we just do we do a Hawaii 2.0 remember Hawaii where everyone got sick Piper was the first one ended up in the hospital then it went through the whole family that um and so we were like oh no well let's just see how everyone feels so no one else got it from her little family so we were like and it had been like three days we were like okay let's just do it and you know just throw up a Hail Mary so we did it had a great Christmas spent it at my sister's house you know played games and it was it was a smaller group of us but honestly it was it was really really nice uh, and then 24 hours later is when when it got hit we got hit so Riley's in a ball he's you know apparently he had puked and threw up and then um, about two hours later, all I hear is, mommy, mommy. And I'm like, oh no, my tummy hurts. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so I go grab her and, and so she's fine for now. So I bring her in my bed. No, not a good idea. <laughs> so I bring her in my bed and then she was like, I don't feel good. And she's like, my tummy. And I was like, you want to go potty? You want to go poo-poo? She was like, yeah. So I run to her bathroom. And she sits on the toilet. And she's like trying to go poop, but she can't. And so then I take her off the toilet. Because then she feels like she's going to throw up. And sure enough, she's just throwing up dinner. Broccoli. Chicken. <laughs> rice it's all coming out and I'm like oh no and then all of a sudden I hear Riley boom 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 run into the bathroom and I just I've never heard I've just never heard a grown man do and he and do the things that he's done man in that bathroom it was it was just a sight to see so then Piper's vomiting, Riley's ru running and vomiting and pooping and shitting and at the same time. And I mean, an actual shit show. And, and I finally, we thought, okay, maybe it's done. It was about 30 minutes to an hour. Maybe. I don't know. I really wasn't looking at my clock, my watch. And I was like, okay. And she was like, finally asleep. And I was like, I'm just going to put her in her bed. So I put her in her bed. Riley's in his bed, and I'm like, okay, I think I can actually go to sleep. Mind you, my mother-in-law didn't come out of her room. <laughs> and I was like, how is she not going to come help me? And later I found out, the next morning, she was like, oh, I heard it. She's like, but if I see vomit, I vomit. She's like, I would have made a bigger mess had I been out there. And I'm like, okay, well, great. Good to, good to know. Good to know, Nana. So, so I put Piper in her bed.
and I go to my bed and I lay down and I'm like okay I think it's fine everyone's fine shit you not five minutes later I hear and I'm like run I have never ran faster run to Piper's room and she's like it, you, it's in her mouth and I pick her up I go oh no I pick her up guys brace yourselves she vomits all over me all over my mouth my face my shoulder all over me all over all over and I'm like it's okay it's okay it's okay <laughs> I take her to the bathroom proceeds to vomit and now and she has vomit all over herself and now she is hysterically crying and now I am just I left her over the toilet I get the vomit all off of me. I run to her bathroom or to her bedroom, take all her sheets off, throw it in a bowl, throw it in a corner because it has vomit everywhere, all her blankies and everything. That was such a, in retrospect, I should have, A, obviously never put her in her bed again, but I should have put a towel down. I should have taken all her blankies off and I just, I should not have done that. I'm an idiot. So... Um, so it was like that the rest of the night into the morning and it was so God awful. Um, Riley, <laughs> Riley had heard her throw up or whatever. So he like came to help and like, just like rub her back and he's just so sweet. Right. But <laughs> we're laying there and Riley's like, Oh God, I'm going to throw up. So he puts his hand over his mouth, barely makes it to the toilet, and she had her little her little potty on the on the toilet. So he's throwing up in the potty in the toilet. And I just have never seen a grown man throw up in a in a little in a little potty in the toilet like that. He had like a very small window. His target was very small to aim, but it didn't splash. So I guess that was good. But you guys, it was such a mess. Oh my God. What a freaking Christmas, next Christmas day. It was, it was too much. So that happened. I thankfully, and knock on wood, still have not gotten that sick. Um, it did end up going through my brother-in-law, who apparently also had quite the scene, and um, my niece and my nephew. Uh, and, oh, and my mom. No, they went through a lot of us. And my mom. My mom started getting the grus. We ended up um, Christmas Eve day. We went to Zinke right there in Lido Marina Village. Um, no, we didn't go to Zinke. We went, went to Lido Bottle Works. And it was just my mom, Jackie, me, Piper, and then my two nieces and nephews. And um, I pick up my mom. And she's, she's you know, happy-go-lucky wearing her little her little hat and I mean she's like all happy and we're getting up to the restaurant and she's like starting to like fade on me and I'm like are you okay she's like yeah I just I don't know I'm not feeling good go to the restaurant we're sitting down she orders a glass of wine and we order like a charcuterie board and and like an uh, an appetizer and um and she like cannot even touch it and now she's like now she's ill and now she's pale and we're talking about the Idaho case, the murder, the four murders of the Idaho college kids, because they had just announced who the murderer was. 
and I had gone down through a deep, dark dive in like a rabbit hole of of this murder Brian, and just reading about everything that he had done prior to the murders and how sketchy the whole thing was and and just like the politics but then like the frat kids and I mean there was I I went down a really deep dark disgusting hideous black hole of the internet and I'm telling them this and I'm telling them about you know the murders and my mom is turning blue (laughs) and I was like are you okay she was like this conversation is making me sick and I'm like I don't actually think a conversation like this can make you physically ill. She's like, I'll be right back. So she runs to the bathroom and it was not good. Apparently comes back and she's like, guys, I, I gotta go. This is not good. So we end up cutting the, the lunch short. I take her home and, and she was out for, she was out for the night. She had a 103 fever and just not good. So yeah, definitely went through everybody um but also oops sorry but also my condolences to all the innocent people involved and the families um of those of those college kids it's hideous so so sad um and then i mean barbara walters all these people like man just casualty after casualty uh the football player mid game, you know, getting hit and then, um, having to be on, um, life support. I mean, so much has already happened and it's only day three of the new year. Quite frightening. I have to say quite, quite frightening. Um, and I don't know if it's if it's also the semi-glutide, but I swear I'm going to blame everything on it. I have felt more anxiety and fear, like irrational fears now more than ever. If your New Year's goals are to manage your budget better and save money, then you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Riley is on my butt this year about saving money and making sure that we can just be conscious about, you know, this recession and like where we can save money, maybe not going out to to eat as much, which I normally like to do and subscriptions. We don't watch half of these shows and these streaming things where I'm like, you know what? You're right. But I, I actually turned him on to rocket money and I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to one up you. Let's put in our information and let's get all the things canceled. And he is so happy with me. Ladies, I highly suggest this. Highly suggest giving your husband this. He's going to thank you. Um, so just stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash humble. That's rocketmoney.com slash humble. Rocketmoney.com slash humble. I feel like I brought in the new year sort of in a funk and, and I think it was because, well, let me, 
let me tell you guys what we did for New Year's. Oh my God, here's another story. So, so New Year's, so basically everyone now is sick. So my brother-in-law is sick and my sister was going to have a, a, a New Year's party, but he, she was like, you know what? He's sick. I don't want to pass it to everybody. So everyone ended up doing their own thing. Um, my niece was sick. My other niece was sick. So Jessica was out, you know, Jackie's out. So everyone is out. My mom is sick. Um, and so Riley was like, why don't you just come? Cause Riley had to work anyway. So he's like, and they were going to be packed. So he's like, why don't you just come to Lido around 10? I'll be off by then. We can pop a bottle of Piper because guys, um, remember when we went to Paris last year and we blended and I was able to sit there with him in Paris and blend the bottle of Piper. Well, that bottle finally arrived right before New Year's and he got his cases in and we were going to taste it for the first time there at Lido over some caviar and just like really ring in the new year and just like talk about all the beautiful things that Lido's brought us this year and you know that that life has really brought us this year. We had a really great, also turbulent and, and hard, but great year, right? So so we, that was the plan. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try to stay up and, and stay awake and get ready and rally and meet you at Lido. So we go to lunch that morning, like I said, with my mom and everything, and she gets sick. So I take her home and then Piper's like, oh, I really want to go and like go to We Play Loud. Remember that place where she got pushed down from the, <laughs> the slide by that little boy? So we go to the We Play Loud place. And it, we have about an hour until they close. It was about four o'clock. So I, I take her there for about an hour. So she's, you know, jumping and playing and, and doing all the things. And then uh, I take her home and I'm exhausted. So Nana was home. I let her play with Nana for like 30 minutes. So I, while I go and close my eyes, cause I was so, so tired. Come back, give her dinner, do the whole thing give her her bath, put her to bed. And she's, she's done by seven. So now I have to go and get ready. So I get ready and, um, and I do the nine o'clock by myself, like the, the new year, the, the new, New York, New Year's, um, by myself, I was watching the Miley Cyrus New Year's Eve party with Dolly Parton. That was a thing. Um, and I was just getting ready. And then I hit the road. It is coming down so hard. It's pouring rain. And I'm driving to Lido. I'm driving about 50 miles an hour because it is coming down. I cannot see the car in front of me. And I'm thinking, why the hell did I do this? I should have just stayed home. This is so stupid. And he's not responding to my text messages. So now I know that he's just like slammed in the kitchen. So I get there and it's packed. Lido was jammed. I have never seen it like this before. So I walk in and there's live music and everyone's dancing and I make my way through the bar and I make my way through the, through the, the restaurant and I'm, he like doesn't even look out cause he is just eyes down calling tickets out. I mean, it's crazy. And I finally, all the servers see me and they're like trying to, and chef, other chef sees me and he's like, chef. <laughs> like your wife, you know, Natalie's here. 
And, um, no, we did not get married. He just calls me his wife. Um, and he like looks at me and he's like, hi, gotta go. Like, I gotta, I gotta keep working. I'm like, no worries, no worries. I'm just gonna sit at the bar. So I go sit at the bar and I find, I, I don't know how I found a chair, but I find a chair and there's this like guy next to me. Of course I sit like in like the worst spot. There's this guy next to me and he was a little weird, I have to say, but it's so sweet, but like a little weird. And, um, and so immediately I'm like, oh yeah, I'm married, you know, just to like, just to let him know. <laughs> I haven't gone sat at a bar in a while. I didn't know. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm married. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm here because, um, because I know the, the band. I'm like, oh, okay. That's so nice. And, um, and so I'm sitting there and it's like 20 minutes goes by. 30 minutes goes by, 45 minutes goes by, and I'm like, oh my god, kill me, and I'm having to, like, talk to this guy, and he ended up being so, so sweet, he was a, he's a patent attorney, and he's kind of like a savant meets a, he's like a genius, guys, he's a genius, and he, like, can memorize things like crazy I don't know he was showing me all his patents <laughs> that he's done and that he's approved and it's like like gibberish and I was like oh my gosh no wonder you're a little weird because <laughs> you're genius anyways he we started talking he thought I was a housewife a real housewife of Orange County <laughs> like and I was like trying to tell him like no no sir no 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 and he's like so which one are you on here which one are you I'm like no 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 <laughs> he's like yeah I thought I recognized you I'm like no you really probably haven't <laughs> oh god and then he started introducing me he's like this is one of the real housewives of work I'm like no, no, no I'm really not and then Riley pops up behind me I'm like oh thank god mind you the bartender, um, is sitting, um, or not sitting, sorry, now I'm getting, <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. So the bartender was asking me originally, like, what I wanted to drink, and I said, oh, I'll do a glass of champagne. He's like, okay, great. So we poured it, and I sip it, and I'm like, is this Piper? And he's like, yeah, it's Piper. And I go, is it the new bottle? And he's like, no, 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 it's the, the original bottle. He's like, we haven't gotten the new bottles yet. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, I know Riley, you know, Chef Riley did did get the new bottles, but but oh, maybe he hasn't given it to you guys yet. So I was like, okay. I'm like, because it tasted different. And so and that's what I'm sipping on throughout the hour. And then Riley Riley comes up and he's like, hey. And I was like, hi. And, I was, and then I was like, oh, this is my new friend. <laughs> and so he's like, hi. Um. And so Riley's like, just give me five minutes and I, you know, I'll be out. So he comes back out finally and he tells the bartender, hey, you know, can we open up that, that new bottle of Piper? And Riley tastes my champagne. He's like, is that the new bottle? And I was like, I don't know. He said, he said it wasn't. And he goes back. Oh man, poor bartender. But he goes back behind the bar. And he goes because he had chilled it just for us. 
And sure enough, man, he had, he had opened up the bottle. And the bartender was like, oh, I'm sorry. He was like, how did you not know? He's like, I told you, man. I told you this was the one bottle. He's like, ah, oh, man. So he's like, all right, it's all right. It's okay. So we have, we pour a fresh glass and we cheers and you know, we're, it's, we really don't even have a place to sit. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, Bradley's back went out. So he hadn't been really going to Pilates cause he's been working so much in the kitchen and he's on his feet about 16 hours a day. I'm not, that's not an exaggeration. So between not going to Pilates, working a lot, um, just it, it, his back went out. So he's been working like crazy with a pretty much a really messed up back. So everything's unaligned. His, his spine is out of whack, his tendons, his everything. It's, it's a complete, he's a complete mess. So, so now, so we get our glass of champagne and he can't sit. He cannot sit. If he sits, he's on four, he's on, he's on all fours because he, he cannot get back up. So at this point he is just out and he's just has to stand up. So I was like, no, it's all right. Let's just stand up. We grab our champagne and we are walking throughout the restaurant. Mind you, this is a really big moment for him because, you know, the hotel is busy, the restaurant's busy, and it's really hard as a restaurant owner um, to to survive. <laughs> it's just a really hard industry. And so to see this place be so you know, full and everyone is happy and everyone's having a good time. It just, we had a moment where it was like, wow, like all your hard work has really, really paid off. So it was really, really nice. So we're walking through the hotel and he's showing me the ballroom because the ballroom they did, they, they were going to have a party on top side, which is the the rooftop, but then they, it was started, it was raining really bad. So they ended up doing a whole big event in the ballroom. So they had roped off, you know, VIP seating and they had like, they decked it out. They had a dance floor. It was awesome. A DJ. So it was about 11, 15 and Riley and I are walking through the, you know, the ballroom and everywhere. And he's just going through, you know, talking to his staff and just saying, you know, happy, Merry, no, Merry New Year's, um, Happy New Year. And, you know, thanks for everything and blah, blah, blah. So we're walking around saying thank you to the whole staff. And he's like, you know what? Let's just, let's just, let's just not even finish this. And let's just hit the road before the crazy start to drive, right? In the rain. And we were like, okay, let's just do that. Let's just leave before New Year's. So so we left. So for us, it was a successful night. <laughs> we went home and that was it. We just, we went to bed. The next morning, we have a tradition. Riley and I like to um, go to this little restaurant in Laguna Beach. It's right by the water and it's like a little breakfast joint and we just love going there. So we do it every year. So we get everyone in the car, we go to the to the place and he gets a call and it's, um, Oh no, no. Riley texted the GM of the hotel and said, thank you for such, you know, a, a putting together such a great, you know, event. Um, thank you for all that you do, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was very successful and blah, blah. He calls him and he's like, Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, um, so we're going to have to be, you know, giving some refunds 
and he's like, what, what happened? He's like, well, um, about 20 minutes before the countdown, the DJ's wife was at their table and she was wasted. And apparently she just drank way too much and started sort of, um, causing a little bit of a scene. And so the staff said, and the managers were like, Hey, you know, if you can talk to your wife, because if not, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to have to remove her. Um, and so he said, don't worry about it. I'll talk to her. I'll talk to her. So talks to her and she is still wasted. (laughs) It's not changing. And now it's 10 minutes before the countdown. And she starts putting on and taking women's really expensive bags and like putting them on. And it is just a scene. Okay. So now the staff is like, I'm sorry, but she has to go. Our VIP table, she's, she's messing with the VIP table. She's, um, you know, stealing these bags. She can't be doing this. She has to go. And the DJ is like, well, if she's gone, I'm gone. And he unplugs all of his equipment. And before he unplugs the microphone, this guy gets on the microphone and he's like, fuck this place. This place is, they're, they're accusing my wife of stealing bags. Fuck this place. Fuck this place. And he takes all his shit, unplugs everything. And he leaves right before the countdown. Like what? Just, and everyone is enraged. Mind you, everyone's wasted. But everyone is enraged. And like, what the fuck? And then there's like, table, like the VIP tables. Like, there was an altercation in the lobby because the the DJ was out, you know, was walking through the lobby. And one of the VIP tables guy got there and was like, what the fuck, man? Like, it was an absolute mess. And I feel so bad for everyone in this, especially the hotel, because, you know, they work so damn hard to make an event. And, you know, Lido has such a good reputation. I would hate for this to fuck up the reputation over this guy's drunk wife. And look, we've all been there and it's so embarrassing. And honestly, if I were her, if I were the wife, I would be a mortified. I would apologize profusely. And I would tell my husband to not charge the hotel because that's just fucked up because you can't do that. You can't just like go cause a scene at, at, at your husband's, you know, work and, and then expect to like, I don't know, just have no repercussions. It's crazy. I don't know what the hotel is actually planning on doing. Um, but that was just an absolutely insane story. I mean, what DJ does that? What DJ does that? That's just crazy. There have been so many parties, like New Year's Eve parties. I've never seen a DJ just like up and leave his his booth and and right before countdown. Come on. Like that's crazy. And they would have never I asked her to leave if she had had she not been making all the other VIP tables upset. She was probably very, very intoxicated. 
So it was just such a sad way to like wrap up such a beautiful night. So such a bummer. But anyways, that's what happened. (laughs) That's what happened on New Year's um, Eve. Such a bummer. Anyway, so I really have not been in the best mood. So for me, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really find, I was a little bah humbug, bah humbug ish. Um, I didn't go into like 2023, like this is going to be my year. Like this is going to be great. I was sort of like, like, I don't know. What's, what's 2023 going to be like? I don't know. I mean, what do I want it to be? And then I had to like really shift my perspective last night. And I was like, Okay, Natalie, get your shit together. Stop being such a, you know, just a Debbie Downer. Like, you're blessed and you have to just put your mind to whatever it is you want and go out there and fucking do it. Put the work in and just do it. Um, Because I think that you, you know, you can have different mindsets. You can have like the poor me or you can go out there and just say, hey, you know, just rock it out and put your mind to something, baby steps, just small accomplishments to get where you want to go. And just, just do, just do just one foot in front of the other. Um, anyway, so, so that was, (laughs) that was where we were at. Okay. So being in this sort of funk, I'm like, okay, I have to get out of it. I have to like motivate myself and, Cause no one else is going to do it for you, you know? And so I was looking and, um, there's this guy called system Sunday on Instagram and I'm, I'm like going through all his stuff and he's amazing. And it's like 21 habits that will transform your life in six months. Here you go. One, make your bed, build momentum and set the tone for your day. Your future self will thank you, which I make my bed every day Two, take an internal shower drink a full glass of water right away 60% of your body is water replenish it and he goes oh you think these habits are too basic um if more information was the answer then we'd all be billionaires with perfect abs it's not what you know it's what you do consistently okay number three jump rope for two minutes this will activate your mind and body i haven't done that but Maybe I should try it. Four, step outside. Jump rope outside. Get a two-for-one. A healthy tide of cortisol is released when you step outside at daybreak, allowing you to become more alert. You'll reset your circadian rhythm. Five, review your goals. Remind yourself who you want to be. 14% who have goals are 10 times more successful than those without goals. The 3% with written goals are three times more successful than the 14%. Okay. So write down your goals, review your goals, constantly look at your goals. Number six, read a passage, philosophy, religion, etc. I like the daily stoic by Ryan holiday. He says, uh, number seven, Water a plant. Learn to take care of something other than yourself. Pets are great. Plants are smaller scale. All great legacies start small. Well, I'm sure Piper fits in that one. All right, number eight. Take a one to two minute cold shower. Take a regular shower. Turn the water cold for the last one to two minutes. You'll feel on. That feels like a very Lindsay Dickout thing to do. Number nine. Send a good morning text. Good morning text. Make someone's day. That's very sweet. Um, well... I tell Riley and 
my little girl good morning every day that makes me happy hide your phone oh shit here's my problem the best productivity app on your phone is called airplane mode use it I have a problem with this I feel like I am on my phone and I get stuck in the the Instagram um you know cyclone and it's very very dangerous for me um 11 score your day like a movie with music Music is a powerful mood enhancer. Almost everything is more enjoyable when with music. So enjoy it. <clears throat> okay. Which I feel like I haven't done as much, so I need to do that. Um, 12, drink water before meals. Uncomfortable fact. More people die in the U.S. from overfeeding than underfeeding. Drink a glass of water before your meals. You'll feel fuller and prevent overeating. I don't have a problem with that. I feel like the semi-glutide is definitely helping me. <laughs> Number 13, and this is the last one, write down tomorrow's 333 plan. Three hours on your most important project, three shorter tasks, three maintenance activities. The 333 plan. Three hours on your most important project, three shorter tasks, three maintenance activities. Defining a productive day is crucial, or else you'll never be at peace, even with excellent output. So those are the habits. Um, I feel like I'm going to, um, oh, those are only 14 (laughs) or 13. Um, 14. Oh, here we go. 1421 are are in the caption below. Dear Jesus. Okay. 14. End your workday with a shutdown ritual. Create a short shutdown ritual. Close your laptop. Plug in the charger, spend two minutes tidying your desk, then shut down. Separating your life and your work is key. I feel like I don't have a separation. I feel like I'm, I don't like working from home. One of my goals is to have some sort of studio, an office, something. I need to step out of my house because I am not productive in my home. And I can like, look at me working in my car. Like this is where it's come to. So I feel like that's going to be one of my goals. Number 15, journal one beautiful life moment. I'm very bad at this. Delicious tacos, presentation you crushed, a moment of inner peace. Write it down. Gratitude programs, a mindset of abundance. You guys, it's all this, all this shit sounds so stupid until you do it. And then you start to make it a ritual and actually helps. 16, lay out clothes for tomorrow. Well, look. This for me is <laughs> New Year, same yoga pants, guys. I'm in the same yoga pants that I will be in probably until 2024. Uh, lay out clothes for t- uh, tomorrow. Get exercise clothes ready for your two minutes of jump rope. Habit number three, the best morning routine starts the night before. Um, 17, pack healthy snacks. People are the worst version of themselves when they're hungry. Fix that. Pack healthy snacks for tomorrow. 18, charge your phone outside of reach. The morning alarm will spring you out of bed and the day is on. 19, do the dishes. Dirty dishes spill over into other areas of your life. And mindset. Bill Gates says dishes are core to his evening routine. It will calm your mind too. Number 20, practice Four, seven, eight, breathing. The deep breathing technique will help you alleviate stress and fall asleep fast. Learn more in my 25th post, in my July 25th post. Okay, we're not going there. Um, 21, give your mind an overnight task. Upon closing your eyes, give your mind a job. How might I make an extra $1,000 each month? Don't try to solve it then. Just release it to your subconscious, which will work on it overnight. 
get your mind an overnight task. Okay, guys, give your night an overnight task. I like that. I like that. So you have your morning, your evening routines. Okay, so your morning is you make your bed, you have an internal shower, you jump up for about two minutes, you step outside, you review your goals, you read a passage, you water a plant or take care of a child, uh, take a one or two minute cold shower, send a good morning text, hide your phone, score your day with music, drink water before meals. And then in the evening, you write tomorrow's 333 plan, you end work, uh, your work day with a shut down ritual. You journal one beautiful life moment, lay out clothes for tomorrow, pack healthy snacks, do the dishes, charge your phone away from reach, practice four, seven, eight breathing, give your mind an overnight task. Guys, I hate to be this obnoxious person, but 2023 could just be our fucking year. (laughs) And with that said, I love you all and I will see you next week. Woo saw. Remember, guys, stay humble and stay hungry. I love you all. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.